0: beautiful human. Welcome back to the podcast. In this episode today, I want to share with you how to understand anxiety. What is the root cause of anxiety and really work through it and shift it. As someone who has struggled and felt anxiety, I know that it can feel like a dark black hole that is sucking you in. And when we really truly understand what's happening in the body when we're in an anxious state, we can begin to bring awareness and start to create a shift in the energy that we're contained in when we're anxious. And this is a really, really powerful episode on reframing, understanding the root cause of anxiety and changing your relationship with it in a way that you can truly start to move through it and deeply understand energetically, emotionally what is happening when anxiety is present in your space. Before we dive into this episode, I want to share that a great addition to this episode would be the Emotionally Empowered Audio Class, which is In the treasure chest. If you don't know what the treasure chest is, the treasure chest is a resource that I have created for you as my gift to you that is full of resources and tools to support you on your journey and to help you truly deeply know yourself. So, in the treasure chest is the Emotionally Empowered Audio Class. Which is a great guide to this episode. So to access that class, there's the link in my show notes, to the treasure chest. It's for free. Sign up and really um, go in with an open mind and an open heart. And the next thing I want to share with you is that I have spots open for one-on-one coaching with me. Coaching is a sacred container of healing, of transformation, of going on a remembrance journey where you uncover more about who you are and deeply understand yourself. We do this by diving into your inner world. I serve as a guide and mirror for you, supporting you in your homecoming. If this speaks to you and you're looking for support and guidance, then reach out to me. The link to my coaching page is in the show notes. You can go to kajalpande.com slash coaching. Book a free discovery call with me where we can meet each other. You can introduce yourself to me. Ask me any questions that you have and we can learn if coaching with me is a good fit and we'll take it from there. Now let's dive into today's episode. I was on the phone with my brother earlier today talking all about anxiety that he's experiencing and he experiences anxiety quite often on a daily basis and so I've reached out to him and given that option to him that whenever he's feeling anxious or whenever he's at the peak of what we've called the anxiety trip that he can call me and I can help him out and help him come down from the anxiety trip so today was one of those calls that I had with him and something that was brought up in our call was really looking at all emotions at the same level on the same playing field. And I was telling him that the emotion of anxiety, he has taken that emotion and he has essentially made it very important. He's given it more importance than the emotion of anger or frustration or sadness or annoyance. He's literally taken the emotion that is anxiety and has put it on a pedestal and is giving it VIP treatment. Whereas when he's angry, or when he's sad, or when he's irritated, he just kind of feels it deals with it, and then moves on with his day. But what's happening is whenever he feels anxiety, because he's put it on such a pedestal he gets really, really affected by it, and it starts to really consume him. And the way he has described it, it is as if everything has gone wrong, and he's in this like black hole, and the whole like living, living daylights or the life has been is being sucked out of him. Reminds me of like the Demogorgon and Stranger Things, when he put it like that. But and as we were talking on the phone. He said, I said to him, I was like, why not treat it like the same way you would treat anger or frustration or annoyance or upset or sadness? Why not treat it in the same way rather than getting so caught up in it to the point where you're spinning in cycles or circles with it for hours or days in an end? And the analogy that I presented to him was looking at anxiety as something that's separate from you. It's like the shoe in the room, the lampshade, the hat on the wall, the picture that's hung up, literally separating the emotion from it being you. And what I mean by that is cray that space that emotion is something that is not you it is something that is passing through you it is something that you are experiencing at this point in time but it is not who you are and if it was who you are then you would be constantly every day for the rest of your life be with it and because you can have moments of frustration joy pleasure um, happiness present it's like a wave. So that emotion is essentially not who you are. It is something that is passing through your space. And if you can create that separation and see it like the hat on the wall or the shoe on the floor and literally see it as something separate that is entered into your space that is passing through, then you can really start to understand that emotions are just essentially energy, energy in motion and something in the external world, a stimulus Or our thought triggers an emotion within us. And that emotion is literally a surge of energy rising. And if we just allow it to rise and come to its peak without going into a mental narrative or a story about why is it here? What's happening? How can I fix it? How can I I not feel it? Then that emotion will come down. The climax will come to the peak and it will dissipate so i was saying that to him and one of the things that came out from our conversation today that really struck a chord with me was understanding the root of anxiety um while we were on the phone call he experienced some anger um And I was like, well, how come you can't deal with anxiety the way you deal with anger? And he said, he's like, well, I know why I'm angry. I know what the cause of my anger was. And in that case, it was something my mom had said to him. So he got angry and he knew right then and there, oh, I'm angry because, you know, my mom triggered me and this is the cause of the anger. Whereas with anxiety, he's having a very hard time understanding why he's feeling anxious. And because He doesn't understand why he's feeling anxious. He can't have closure with it. Whereas the emotions of anger or frustration or irritation or sadness or whatever, those emotions, he can have closure with them. With the anxiety, he's not able to have closure because he can't understand why he's feeling anxious. And because he can't understand why he's feeling anxious, he feels more anxious. And so I kind of brought this up to him and I said, you know, the reason you're feeling anxious is because of fear. The reason we ever feel anxious is always because of fear. Fear is the cause of anxiety. And oftentimes, why we can't pinpoint why we're anxious is because we don't really know why we're feeling fear. And this could be something that we're conscious of. Oh, I'm feeling fear about you know, the report that I'm going to get back tomorrow and the feedback that I'm going to get from it we can be really conscious and really aware of the fear and why we're feeling fearful or we can be really unconscious and not aware of why we're feeling fearful um, and so there's two types of fear there's that unconscious fear that we have that just is not in our awareness and there's that fear that we know about like a fear of you know, a decision that we're waiting on or fear of what someone will think when we post a video up on YouTube, or fear of, you know, passing the test, and fear fear of failing the test. So there's fear that we're consciously aware of a consequence that may happen because of something, or there's fear that we may not be aware of. And in this case, he was experiencing fear that he was not really aware of and oftentimes what happens I feel like also is that when we feel fear we kind of go into like shutdown or withdrawal mode we don't really want to know why we're feeling fear because that means we have to look at it we have to face the fear and facing fear is feels terrifying so we don't want to face the fear we don't want to acknowledge it we don't even want to um open up to the possibility of confirming to ourselves out loud that, hey, I'm actually feeling fearful about this thing. And in his case, that's kind of what was happening. He's he's turning 18 in a few weeks. He's a senior in college. He's going to have some major life transitions happening in the next year where he's going off to college, going through college applications, that whole process. We've all been there. I remember this when I was 18 years old. And he's having so much fear of the transition that's happening in his life. You know, leaving home. He's the last kid to leave home. Um, going to school in a completely new state where he knows nobody. Starting a fresh life, basically saying goodbye to the life that he has, and he's feeling all this fear. And it's in the back of his head, but he's not really aware of it in his day to day life. And so, because he can't understand why he's feeling anxious. He just loops in the anxiety. But today, what we uncovered is that fear is always the cause of our anxiety. And it's it's fear that we're either aware of or fear that we're not aware of. And that allowed him to see that, oh, just like how I can see why I'm angry, I can also see why I'm feeling anxiety. And it's just fear. Knowing that we are experiencing fear about something is the first step to acknowledging and dealing with the anxiety because the anxiety is being fueled by fear. So saying out loud to yourself, I think a journal is a great way to do it, but writing down in your journal the things that you're exactly afraid of. I'm afraid of moving out. I'm afraid of moving to a new city. I'm afraid of um, being laughed at when I you know, present my monologue at the improv class I'm taking next week whatever the fear is but literally no longer being in denial that you have this fear but literally looking at it claiming it acknowledging it on a piece of paper that this is what I'm fearful of and then what I like to do with my fears is I like to put them with the truth test which is literally call each fear out be like okay is this ultimately true Could I prove this in the court of law? Is it written in some chalkboard in the sky that this is the truth? No, it's not. It's not. I can't prove that moving to a new city is a bad thing or that I will stumble and fall when I present my presentation for social studies class. Like I can't ultimately prove that. So that fear is automatically not true. And then what we can do is when we can... Question the validity of the fear, because oftentimes what happens is we don't be fearful of something, and because we don't question the validity of the fear, that fear feels out of control. But when you question the validity, the truthness of that fear by putting it through the truth test, by asking yourself the question, is this ultimately true? Could I prove this in the court of law? Is it written in some chalkboard on the sky? The answer is going to be no, and then when it's no, it kind of opens up that perspective to be like, okay, what's the other option here? And you can literally start to see the other side of the fear, other side of the coin, and it's going to be something... Uh, positive, something affirming, something that's going to actually allow you to grow and expand and get to know yourself in a bigger, broader, more expansive way. So what I always like to think of fear is wherever there is fear, there is the way. That fear is always showing you exactly the thing that you need to do in order for you to expand and grow and occupy a greater bigger version of yourself that is more empowered that is more free that is more alive that is more happy that's always what fear is doing it's always showing us the way so putting it through the truth test actually allows us to expand and open up our perception to see what is this fear really hiding from me what is this fear really pointing to what is on the other side of fear always freedom always expansion, always growth, always the fulfillment of my potential, the realization of my power, the awareness of the expansive nature of my being. And so that's kind of the little homework I gave to him. We'll see what he comes back with when I have my next call with him. And that was just so helpful for me because I was talking to him on the phone, like coaching him through all of this on the phone was helpful for me to understand like anxiety is always because of fear any single time we're feeling anxious we're feeling fear in some way fear for our life fear for anything you know fear unsafe uncertain something along those lines fear and knowing the cause of the anxiety can just greatly help us understand that fear The anxiety is always a manifestation of fear and the root of it is always fear and we just want to dig through all the fear and be like, okay, what is it that I'm really afraid of? What is it that that it's really creating fear in me and really acknowledging and looking at it and this is where you want to go talk to someone you trust and have a real conversation with them be like, I'm feeling fearful about XYZ and first getting familiar with the fear and then learning how to reframe it and seeing the other side because fear always has the other side it's just when we don't put it through the validity test or the truth test we can't see what's the what's on the other side of fear so that was something that was super helpful for him um, and super good for me to just kind of relearn myself because we all feel emotions all day long and just creating that gap and that separation between you and your emotion and seeing like the shoe in the room with the painting on the wall, it really helps you understand it's an energy surge. And then if there's an emotion that keeps coming up over and over and over and again, there's a, there's a root to it. The root is there's a trigger of some kind, a trigger that's open opening a wound that you may have from your past, from your history, from your childhood, or a wound or a perception that you have about yourself, something that you can't do, something you can't have, someone you can't be. So it's always pointing to something that needs to be looked at, acknowledged, reframed, and released. Yeah. So try this out. Give this a go. See what you uncover. Mm -hmm.